us down even more. Yeah. And then uh, bring Caitlin up a little bit. Okay. Thank How do you. we feel about it? Thank you for amplifying a woman's voice for once. You know what? Let's mute us. <laughs> That's what it's all Let's about. Let's turn us all the way down and only hear Caitlin's part of the conversation <laughs> the entire time. That's what it's all about. Uh, so, Caitlin, you're going to go ahead and intro the show. It's still yeah. past the Bechdel uh, test. Bechdel yeah. test. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi, Hector. How are you doing? Mwah. Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we love each other. And our guest today is a returning guest uh-huh. joining the Two Timers Club. Was here last year to watch the classic movie, 12 Monkeys. She explained time travel to us. Yeah, we didn't know it before. There was illustration, only illustration that's ever made an appearance on the podcast. Really? That's true. No yes. one's ever drawn anything no. else for the podcast. Fucking amateurs. Thank honestly, you. Honestly, seriously. Comedian. Amateurs. Comedian. Scholar. Scholar. <laughs> Caitlin Durante. A true scholar. A Thank true you. Scholar. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Maybe Thank you for bringing me back. Of course. First scholar? This is our very first, well, I mean, second time the scholar's been back, but for, cause, well, yeah. cause well, you I had mean, your, like, you had your, uh, you had your what is it, doctorate then. last year, doctorate, right? Your <laughs> two doctorates. Yeah. You have two <laughs> doctorates? <laughs> Double doc? Double docs. Whoa. I have, no, I have one master's degree. That's the Ooh. same thing. Speak on it. What Mm. is that a master's degree in? It's in screenwriting. So pretty relevant. I don't like to bring it up, but it is from Boston University. And also if anybody needs to take a screenwriting class, Caitlin teaches them. Boston U? Boston U. Boston U. Yeah. Uh Wow. Bastin. Yes. Bastin. And yes, Keller, I do teach screenwriting classes mm-hmm. online, so they're accessible what? to everybody. Exactly. Really? Every yeah. single person. Wait, for do real? Do you have the access to the internet? No. Sorry. You don't get to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the library. Oh God. That's amazing. Where can people uh, find your uh, screenwriting classes online? Um, go to my website, CaitlinDurante.com. And uh, yeah, you can contact me through there and I can give you more information about upcoming that's classes. awesome. Just real quick sidebar. What's the greatest screenplay ever written? Oh, well, well, that would have, uh, mm. <laughs> okay. God. Give us, give us a I, top I'll, five I'll, and you can qualify them any way you want. Okay. I think the first back to the future movie okay. is right up there. Even okay. though, can I ask, have you seen Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. Seen right. I think uh-huh. you did. I think you did. And I think I saw you talking about it earlier this year, even after that movie definitively once and for all proved that back to the future is full of shit. Yes, that did happen in that movie. I still think because, sure, do you have to suspend your disbelief a lot? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. But you have to do that for Avengers Endgame, too. Absolutely. So it doesn't even follow its own rules. Get out of here. Talk it. Yeah, right. It is It is a bit much how much it's, it's like, oh, that's not how time travel works, idiot, in that movie. It's like, shut up, giant green man. I know, because it has to only just be... Well, I love the whole... Just, Mark Ruffalo, I love Just uh, two things. I think it's very clear that... Because I loved Avengers this year. I love all the Marvel movies. I think Wait, we talked what? about that last time you were here, but... He's wearing a shirt that I says, know. Marvel Studios, 22 <laughs> movie marathon. Oh, my God. He didn't even I go didn't, to all 22 movies. He went to one of, I I one of them. He introed one of them. I introed two. You're a poser. <laughs> I introed... Incredible Hulk and Iron Man too. Hell yeah! And, <laughs> I, best and, I, movies. and I walk like Sam Rockwell. I dance like Sam Rockwell out on the stage. Ba-na-na-na, ba-na-na-na. You did, yeah. But, well, introing that. All I was going to say it. was, I love those movies, but it's very clear that uh, the makers of the most recent Avengers also love Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very clear. I mean, Alan Silvestri did the score for both, which I think is really fun. That he's did scoring, he do Avengers too? Yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. That he's scoring Avengers Endgame while they're like, oh, well, he came up with the Avengers theme. Yeah, he wrote that. He and wrote, it sounds like yeah. this. Dun, dun, 
then you see the 360 shot of the Hulk and Iron Man. It's awesome. Flaming tire tracks. Avengers. We don't need roads. Assemble. We don't need them. It's great. Yeah, because Iron Man uses repulsors. We don't need roads because we're on a train. Because we're on Back to the Future Part 3. This time we're on a train. We don't need roads. The original Back to the Future is one of the all-timers. I would say. For screen screen. Plays. What else? It doesn't hold up very well when you put it to like the Bechdel cast of course, uh, of course. analysis, but of I would course. still story And lots of others. Just like, yes. just, um, <laughs> way we, just breeze, we just breeze uh, over the, on fact the podcast, that, and yeah. that's even worse. Yeah, we did part two, oh. uh, which has a lot of the similar problems that the first one does, and it really just is. It, it's like, hey, you know what? Let's do that. Whole I know. <laughs> Let's lean into it. Great plot line again. Let's lean into mm-hmm. it. And, and mm-hmm. the whole fact that George McFly is a peeping Tom, and we're just going to mm-hmm. breeze right over that. Just like, just, like right just a bunch of just, just a bunch of just the weird issue of like no the only reason he was like a creep was because he couldn't get a girlfriend but as soon as a woman paid attention to him fixed him right up normal mm-hmm. dude wrote a great sci-fi novel <laughs> and then successful it's like what he just <laughs> he just had to have sex and then he could focus just need a girlfriend and then they're normal <laughs> functioning members dang. of society Snape such a nice guy Snape if Snape. Lily Potter had just Snape was I say that every start. day Snape was an insult. <laughs> <laughs> it was an insult. Oh, Keller, yeah. Keller I has said that multiple and times. Lipstick on my mirror. So wait, what? <laughs> so so what else we got screenplay wise? I else? would say the Full Monty. Excellent. Is is uh, in I my top seen five? The screenplay, but that fucking movie is. I um, watched it. And I think it's last so time good. I was here, I added that to. You did. That was you my did. Pick. yes. One yes. of the five hundred greatest films of all time, obviously, because it's on the list. The Full mm-hmm. Monty. Mm-hmm. And give us a third one. Paddington Two. Excellent Ooh, choice. I bet Excellent that choice. thing is fucking airtight. Prefer it to Paddington One. Uh, yes. Okay. And I haven't, I haven't read the script for Paddington Two, but just yeah. based on the movie mm-hmm. and the story and the know characters, that it's magical. You know, just because the dialogue good. is so good, but well, also the little situational speak, shit that's happening I know. constantly. Speaking I want to see the new Door the Explorer movie because James wrote it. Really, Bobin directed want, it. Oh, really? Oh, Muppets. Yeah. I heard it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I heard Dora. it was good. That's yeah. why I want to see it. The only here's a weird thing. How do you guys feel Muppets about this? And they photoshopped Dora's chest to be smaller and like flatter on the big billboards and the posters and stuff. How do you? How do we feel oh, about that? My, um, and normally I'm like, hey, don't do that. But I'm like, but you know what? It is a child's movie. It, it's. It and is. I feel like there already was a. Sp- Specifically, is hot now. Specifically, based on like a preschool property. That's the. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say that because uh, the actress was like, Kaylin, how do you feel? About yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. No, please let men be talking about this. Here's here's the thing about boobies. This is what I know. Let's mute I like us. Them small sometimes. Let's mute us, Caitlin. <laughs> chime in. I mean, I suppose it's better than. Enlarging them. Oh, good. I haven't thought of that. Um, What if they went the other way with it? You know what? You're right. You're right. I mean, if those are the only two options, young (laughs) girls and young women being overly sexualized Mm -hmm. is, you know, not a huge problem in society. JK. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's just kidding. Turns out. I also, I'm wondering then is like, okay, well, then. What's wrong with her body that they feel the need to alter right. it? Yeah. I would say, and again, I have no idea what if there was any reasoning to, for it. If she there was still any, supposed to be like, uh, it's supposed to be doors in she, high school. Right. Now, she's right? supposed to be like a 15 year old. And she was like 15, 16 or 17, the actress, when she filmed the mm-hmm. movie. Right. And yeah, I don't. And I would, I would say my own reading of when the, of them deciding to do that was, and this is only because I live in, um, <clears throat> 
society, and I know how awful it is. I've yeah. heard of it. <clears throat> is I, I, I would think, and it's just my theory, that they did it because it wasn't like there's anything wrong with her body, obviously, but we didn't want to make it seem as though we, Nickelodeon, the makers of this movie, took a preschool cartoon and like sexualized Dora when mm-hmm. it's like, that's just the actress's body and she's the age of the character that was, you know, right. which is a weird thing. And I'm like, I don't know they didn't do it in, within the movie. It's just on the poster mm-hmm. and billboard. Uh-huh. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's because, it, because remember also, I think it was like college humor did a fake Dora movie trailer a few years back as oh, if yeah, it were directed they? by Michael Bay and oh they definitely and I think part of the joke was like hey Hollywood would definitely over sexualize Dora the Explorer like mm-hmm. that was the joke and sure enough they cast an actor who looks similar to like their comedic spoof live action version of Dora mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe they were like trying to be like no this is look this is Dora this is not about uh, uh, you know, a teen adventure that with like attractive young teen people marketed towards teens and stuff like that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to make a Dora movie, family movie. So let's Photoshop this, but mm-hmm. leave it. The, leave them in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what? Why? Why did I bring that up? I don't know. I heard it was a good movie. I want to see it. <laughs> that's right, Bobin, because of the Bobin, Bobin because Jim of Bobin. the writer, because of the writer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, we watched we were, today. <laughs> we were talking about Paddington. <laughs> And now we're going to talk about another impeccably dressed British icon. Oh. The. You like that? That's yeah. A good be- beautiful. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> impeccably that's, dressed. That's coming from somebody with a master's in screenwriting. Kelly, yeah, that's awesome. Master's I made that up. I just made that up. <laughs> Double doc. Double doc. Um, okay. Caitlin. Yes. <laughs> you remember. And w- w- remind me, when you were on the podcast last year, we talked about the full Monty or was that an after the fact? No, we talked about 12 Monkeys. Right. But I'm saying at the, like during the show, did we go, what's your pick? Or did we ask you that after? I thought that we did it on. I think we did it on. Okay, great. So by that time, so by that time, it's just because the first. We knew what what our podcast was. First few months, we weren't asking our guests and we thought of the idea. So we had to go and retroactively ask some of our. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so you know how we run things. Got two traditions. First one, Keller, what movie are we talking about tonight that we just watched? 418 V4 Vendetta 2005 Director James McTeague This Wachowski produced adaptation of Alan Moore's hefty graphic novel may be a bit adolescent in its politics, but it delivers on the pyrotechnics. You know what? Is James McTeague even British? I don't know. You know what? What? These guys can Brexit the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, they can like, go they, with their. Oh, seriously. sorry. Are our politics too? Uh, How about you Brexit uh, on Go back here. to junior high with your <laughs> politics. Oh my God. I listen. Maybe in two thousand eight, uh, um, the the Brits could. You know, they had a sort of a hill to but stand on. But also, when did Children that, of Men come out? Uh, two thousand. It's on this that list. Was like oh, oh six, oh six. It's on sure. this list. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, I know. A lot of people are seeing a lot of problems with here's, here, Britain, obviously. Here, so we're talking about V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Here's the thing. Um, when the movie came out, and even today, I haven't read the comic book yet. Caitlin, have you read it? No. Keller, have you read it? No. I'm gonna read it, and I, I, I imagine I'll enjoy it, and I'll get a copy so that you can read it, Keller. But, um. When the movie came out, I remember like people who know the comic book, they were like, oh, it's okay. It really mm. misses a bunch of stuff. And I was like, oh, He's that's He's an Australian director. Okay. That's close enough. Whatever. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but like a bunch of people, fans of the comic were like, look, Alan Moore is a very 
um, very beloved comic book writer who's got a bunch of work that people go to bat for that they're Mm -hmm. like this guy is a true creative he brought so much to the comic book industry um and i feel like only recently like in the past five or ten maybe in the past five more people have had the conversation of like yes alan moore's a great writer doesn't treat his female characters great Mm -hmm. in his comic book work you can see Watchmen. you can see some of the other stuff he's done Uh, a male um, writer not treating female mm -hmm, characters mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm not familiar yeah that he tends to his his thing is the main criticism I've seen against him. Killing the joke. killing joke is a great example. Oh my god, I really dislike the killing joke. I straight up dislike it. Uh, even though people love it, Do you know about the killing joke? Um, I don't know. The joke. It's, it's the Batman comic book that he wrote that was mm. originally not supposed to count. It was supposed to be a side, sort of a, a standalone. Alan Moore's going to make it dark. Like Batman it wasn't comic canon. Book. Correct. Or? Okay. It wasn't canon. Standalone graphic novel. He. The story goes that the Joker where he kind of semi explains the origin and that's what's sort of been used in like the Heath Ledger Dark Knight movie where he gives a couple of different takes on how he got his scars. Mm, sure. And it's probably going to inspire a lot of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did he it do explains the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, nah, I don't think so. Not really, because that was more like Harley Quinn's origin versus like the Joker's origin. So Mm -hmm. he tries to explain the Joker's origin and saying, this is a guy who got a bunch of stuff bad happened to him. So he had one bad day and he dips, dips into the thing, gets his skin bleached and becomes the Joker. So the Joker, in an effort to prove to Batman that he could be just as bad if he gave Batman one bad day, or if he gave somebody who Batman cares about, like for say, for example, Commissioner Gordon, mm-hmm. Jim James Gordon, his ally, if Jim Gordon had enough of a bad day, he would snap too. So what he does is he kidnaps his daughter, he shoots her, paralyzes her from the waist down. It is heavily implied in the comic book that the Joker or others perform acts of sexual violence on Barbara Gordon, mm-hmm. who is the who is Jim Gordon's daughter, who was Batgirl at the time. But I don't think that the Joker knew that she was Batgirl. He just like kidnaps the commissioner's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, performs these acts, takes pictures of it, kidnaps Commissioner Gordon, shows Gordon the photos, shows Gordon maybe some video to, again, to drive him insane. Like what a terrible thing right. that, that he's going through that happened to him. And at the end of the at the end of the story, Jim Gordon doesn't obviously like turn evil or whatever. He wants to arrest the Joker and mm-hmm. he has to he and his daughter Barbara deal with the trauma. And Batman also sort of proves the Joker wrong because we the reader know, well, Batman also had one bad day. His parents were killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's not the Joker, he's Batman. And then at the end of the comic book it's implied that like Batman straight up finally kills the Joker because the beginning of the story is the both of them talking and they're like, We're gonna do this forever. Again, inspiring some of those great combos in The Dark Knight. And at the end of it, the Joker says something, I forget what it is, and Batman and he start laughing together in the rain at night after it's all done, like, it, like you know, right when Batman's about to arrest him or whatever. And maybe the Joker said something like, you're going to put me back in Arkham. Here we go again. We're mm-hmm. going to keep doing this. And they and so Joker, may, I think, makes a joke, and Batman just starts laughing. And then the panels sort of fade to black. And then instead of there being like two things of laughter, there's just one. So readers have for decades now been like, 
oh, this implies that Batman straight up just killed it. He ended it. He killed the Joker. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a little like up to the reader kind of an or ending. Or that the Real Joker killed Batman, killed Batman and then assumed his role as Absolutely. Batman. So that like, why whole thing happened. And Batman's then so pale now. Because it was such a, <laughs> I think because it was such a success and people really liked it, uh, DC Comics were like, okay, well then it counted. It actually happened. And now Barbara Gordon, Bar- Barbara Gordon is in a wheelchair. She's Oracle. And she becomes a, she assumes this idea identity of Oracle, where she becomes a superhero in a different way, and she's in a wheelchair, and people okay. really like that Speaking of Oracle, years. speaking of the Wachowskis, <gasps> speaking of... The Matrix. <laughs> Oracle. <laughs> anyway, that whole story is based around, like, sexual violence against women. Watchmen mm-hmm. is based around sexual violence against women um, it, to propel, like, men's storylines and stuff. Point. I mean, V for Vendetta... Yeah. Yeah, it's not sexual violence that we see on screen, but it Correct. is violence against and again, women. I haven't read the and then comic there is book. The priest, yes, oh, that whole yes, yeah. whole oh, we, side plot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so when the movie came out, and Which even is now, so, like pe- pe- people that I know that that, that love his work, the the, the V for Vendetta comic, are like the movie's fine, but it misses some stuff, misses some nuance, misses maybe Alan Moore's whole point, his whole idea, some of the politics that he was. Doesn't Alan Moore say that about every single movie that uh, yes, comes out based on his he property? Does. Which the point? Which some <laughs> of it, I I'm like I, absolutely. Some of it, I agree. Some of the stuff that's in Watchmen is so off the mark and weird. And and is kind of like really? Did you think this guy was the hero? He's oh, a psychopath, that kind of mm, thing. Different. But that's a different that's a different thing. And I haven't seen too many other of um, the adaptations from like Alan Moore's work. Oh, I didn't see From Hell. Did y'all oh, see I From have Hell? Seen from Hell. Is that about? That's about Jack the Ripper. Yes. Sexual violence against women. Yeah. So right. there's that's the that's the theme. <gasps> He's obsessed. Ah, he possibly. does have a bit. How about mm-hmm. Swamp Thing? Um, Possibly. I'm trying to think of a specific thing, but when he wrote Swamp Thing for a while, I read the first little bit, and it was a little bit into fucked up for fucked up sake. Yeah, he is. He Hmm. is. And sometimes it lands, and you're like, and you will read one of his comic books and go, oh, fuck, cool. And other times you're like, okay, buddy. Like, you know, it just depends. But. All of this like Natalie Portman's whole going through everything, like the whole time, we're like, was that? Necessary. That's bad, right? It's yeah. bad that he did that, right? It is. It is. But, uh, so all of this to say, I haven't read the comic yet. I really want to now. I've been waiting to rewatch it for this mm-hmm. to go and like read the comic for the first time. But whatever the comic is, if it's different, if it's the same, like I love this great. movie. I think that I think that the stuff that matters is is like shining through, you know. And again. I felt I feel similar to I hadn't read them, but I watched all the Harry Potter movies, and for years, a lot of Harry Potter fans were like, "Oh, those movies whiffed it. They are missing a book." And I was like, oh, yeah. "Really?" I'm like, "Okay." Read the books, and at the end of reading the books, I was like, "Nah, they didn't whiff it. Nope. I think they're fine. Like, I think they got the important right. stuff." Right? Yeah. For the, the thing about adaptation, fucking screw. <laughs> well, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't like that book. Sorry, so, yeah. Goblet of Fire can go fucking screw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, with adaptations, some people are like, well, they lift out a bunch of like stuff. And it's like, yes, an adaptation almost certainly has to do that, at least for narrative stuff. I think yeah. the important thing is like, are you capturing mm-hmm. the themes or are you improving upon, upon the source material if the source material was maybe dated or whatever? Um, or like in 
Fight Club. I haven't read the book. From what I understand, uh, it's more clearly satire. And then the movie is just like, hey, everyone, this is how you become an alt-right fascist yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And please slide into my mentions if you're like, oh, actually, Fight Club's really good. Because <laughs> um, I will fight you. Uh, it's in the top 10 greatest films of all time. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is it's it in the top 10? 10? It's number 10. <laughs> Fight Club's number 10 on this Caitlin. list, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin. Oh, this is the appropriate response. I've had Caitlin. multiple people be like, oh, that's not, I'm, show, I'm show okay the top with it. 10. Show the top 10. You're going to If Titanic Caitlin. isn't in here, I'm going to throw it's a not fit. In the top 10. Do you want to do you want to know what number Titanic is? I yeah. want you to throw out five guesses for what's in the top 10 based on uh what you would see on dorm room posters when you were in film school. The Big Lebowski, oh, Scarface. No. no. <laughs> okay. Um, You're giving Okay, I gave Animal you more credit than they deserved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fight Club, sure. Pulp Fiction, yep. Singer in the Rain, okay. Yeah, that's like the surprising one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apocalypse Now, Goodfellas, sure. Jaws, Shawshank Redemption, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> just nothing Raiders on that of the one. Lost just Ark. A moment just of a, silence. Just a, just a, just a, just a mouth smack. <laughs> just a... <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I, I, one of, yeah. yeah. And what's the oh, the, the Godfather. Godfather? Oh, boring. <laughs> it's so a, typical. Seriously, who? Okay, let me ask you this, and I don't know if you've talked about this much or not, but I'll show you who did it. Who consulted? How many women were consulted? Mm, Caitlin, four. I'm guessing four. Caitlin, out of how many? That's the million dollar question, Caitlin. <laughs> it really, that's that the, is the that's whole the, the thesis of this podcast. And then, like, thesis <laughs> and premise of this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> that is the theme, the thesis, and the premise <laughs> of this podcast. The po- the full name of the podcast is the 500 greatest movies ever made podcast. Colon. How According many women? To this many white how many, dudes. How many women girls. were consulted? Question mark. That's the that's the thesis of the. Are there any people of color consulted? Is it all white people? Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> okay. Once there's, again. Okay. There's a five hundred thousand dollar question and a five hundred thousand dollar question so equaling the million dollar what, question. What do you want to What do you want to see first? Do you want to know the number? Uh, in the ranking of the 500 that Titanic is, or would you like to see this thing on that I saw on Twitter today that I think is going to make you guys laugh? Let's do Titanic first. Titanic and is number 336. I mean, fair. It's not the- that great of a movie. I just love it so much. <laughs> see, and that's as long you're able to say that. Yeah. Let's. We'll pencil you in right now. We'll write you. Thank in. you so much. Oh my okay, god, I can't wait. Go. Yes, please put it in. And I think perfect book Titanic. I think okay, it's booked. I think here's the exciting thing. I don't know if you happen to have a copy. If not, that's okay because I think I have friends that do. No, think, we got to get both VHS copies. It. We got to get a VCR <laughs> and we got to only watch the second VHS. I was going to say because I'm not doing that bullshit. I was going to say we can watch Titanic in 3D. <sighs> what? Hector if worked I, on Titanic in 3D. Hector put I some actually, of Titanic into I did, 3D. I did not. Hector lied to me I did when not. he said that. I did not. I don't think I did. If I, I did, it, w- it would have been one or two shots, yeah, like okay. if anything. But I'm pretty sure that, that the whole movie was being worked on before, before or like at mm-hmm. the time I was there, but I didn't work on that. So if, I mean, if you could find a copy yourself, bring it, watch it in 3D anytime. Right. I don't own a copy. Let's track it's down great. a copy. We'll track, Hector, but I'm pretty sure just like as far as Adam like or some, as yeah. the history of 3D cinema, you need to own Titanic on 3D. The history of changing. Like you own Avatar changing the Yeah, I know. Titanic I is better I than Avatar. I even yeah. hate saying like I know, I it's true. I don't Sorry, Cameron. Those movies. Your other Cameron movies better than your Cameron movies. Yeah, Terminator 2 <laughs> or nothing. It's true. Get out of my face. Um, the abyss. Just oh, kidding. Sorry, I sorry, don't sorry, care sorry. about that. Yeah. Okay. Here's the second ghost fish. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing I wanted to show you. It's like the incredible Mr. Limpet. If it was three hours long. I don't know if you saw this today, 
but this is from Letterbox, and somebody retweeted these images and said, "Put this in MoMA." And on the oh, left, the top ten. On yeah. the left are the top twelve movies um, on Letterboxd that uh, are fans that have the pronoun she. And so everybody who has the pronoun she, let's run it down. Like, Call me by like, your name, Lady Bird. La La Land, Eternal mm-hmm. Sunshine, Spirited Away, Interstellar, still mm-hmm. made it on there. <laughs> Amelie, Moonlight, Pride and Prejudice, Carol, Gone Girl, and Her. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's like go top, to... These are like top 12. Let's go to these the Wait, I'm, uh, Can you set this up again? Yes, I'm a little the, confused This is the website, this. Letterboxd, yes, where I'm people familiar. rank movies and whatever. And uh, you can somehow put... Users who use the pronoun she. 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 This these are been their favorite tabu- movies. Their tabulated okay. versus... With the pronoun he. Here's the top 12. Oh, Pulp um, Fiction. Of course. The Dark Knight. What's the number three? Empire? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. One uh, of the greatest movies ever made. 2001. 2001 Space Odyssey. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Both Blade Runner. Back Runners to the Future. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> Is that La La Land? Yeah, number nine, uh, number That's 11. surprising to La La Land, they make it into both. Whiplash beat it, beat it at number Here's 10. Here's the thing. Fight as far club. as like... Look at this. Isn't this People amazing? People who have letterboxed accounts, I can be like, I like Lolan. <laughs> 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 That's the dude's like, I'm going to be cultured. I want girls to like me. <laughs> both Blade. Is that the other Blade Runner? That's Blade both Runner Blade 2049. Runners. Which do you prefer? I hated them both so much. <gasps> okay. Please, again, Thank feel free you. to slide yeah. into no, no, my no, mentions no, no, no. and Please. explain why Not Blade Runner is awesome. I don't think it's awesome. They but I, look cool as fuck. Sure. Production but they design? sound yes. cool Great. as fuck. I liked... Uh, World building? Good. Yeah. Yes. Story? Costumes? Fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I, I Ridley think, Scott... Uh, Tone or a story? You, you gotta pick one. You, you don't even have to pick you one. Should do, do both. both. Do I both. Liked, I liked uh, twenty forty nine. Because we know really has got he can a do lot, a story a yeah. lot more than the original. I liked the new one a lot more than the original. I think a lot of the stuff I liked about the new one was like obviously surface level stuff like special effects. All that like mm-hmm. yeah, that stuff's all going to be gorgeous. And Denis Villeneuve did a great job, but. I liked the story in that one more than the story in that one. The Me story too. in this one, you even though this you're is saying still, this one and that one, we're on an audio podcast. You know, this and that, <laughs> this and that. Anyway, I thought this was the funniest thing I saw. That is, it is really insane because it is. because seeing this just made me think of this of the top ten list of of movies voted on. Also, uh, by, her being in know. the top twelve for she yeah. is a little surprising for me. Yeah, there, some of those in there are. Mm-hmm. I guess um, uh, some of them on both sides. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah. And what's so funny is that Interstellar's number six on, on both. On both. Like, <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell what that one was. That I, is I like the Venn diagram of Christopher Nolan. Like, yeah. Interstellar's yeah. in the middle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it, both genders agree. Or it was like, Memento was weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyway, I thought that that was really great. Cause like, yeah, because I'm looking at these lists and I'm like, yeah, I will. I would say that the ones on the left are overall better movies, but I will also admit that I love certain ones on the right more. What does that say about me? Do you I know mean, what I mean? Well, it's like I saw, like I saw uh, Pride and Prejudice, or I saw um, Gone Girl. I'm like, that's a great movie. That's great. I saw Moonlight. I'm like, that's a great movie. I saw yeah. Amelie. I'm like, it's a great, great movie. Saw Spirited Away. I'm like, it's great. I couldn't get into it. It's great. But then, you know, Eternal Sunshine, well, that's amazing. But then I saw these ones on the right, and I'm like, yeah, I do love The Dark Knight. Yeah, I do love Back to the Future. My, yeah, do, you know. Like, my taste in movies tends to lean more what I would imagine are, like, m- targeted to male audiences. Yeah, Like, sure. I, you know, I'm like, give me that Star Wars. Give me that you know, Indiana like your Jones. movie is give the me full that. Monty. Yeah. And yeah. I don't feel like that's I, well, aimed towards men. 
Mm, I don't is, know. No, it's I don't such know who the target weird, demographic which is, is a, for that. A great I would thing say about that, that gives that movie credit. Yeah. Does Letterboxd have the option for pronouns for like they them yeah, or like? I imagine. Very, I, I would be interested yeah. to know what oh, like non-binary yeah. people. Yeah. I bet you. I bet there's a Wachowski movie. And this is oh, yeah. This is a huge generalization, and I apologize if this is offensive in any way. I bet you it's a bunch of great queer cinema. I bet you mm. people that have the pronouns of they. Uh, them are like a bunch of amazing, like <laughs> important a, yeah. pieces of queer cinema, you know, so or yeah. stuff that could have been interpreted that way. That's totally. not like deliberate. Like for example, like she's the man. One of yeah. my very good friends is non-binary and like their favorite movie is she's, she's the, the man. man. Cause yeah. it's like all the gender bending. Yeah. So it's like, another, where was it? there was another one I saw today. Somebody else was saying like, this movie's a queer movie. And I was trying to remember what, because it's like another, like a, it's one you wouldn't think, mm-hmm. God dang it, I'm trying to remember what it is. She's the man, well, I guess. Well, because there's so, so few movies actually have like representation of yes. identifiably queer people in them. Yes. So queer people have had to yeah. like just find latch on to whatever themselves they like. in yeah. like, like straight cinema. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but uh, uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think to part two has like been famously seen as like... Um, uh, a, a, a piece of queer cinema because it's like also bad and doesn't do a great job of it, but it is about a dude who is freaking out because he is having these feelings inside of him. And it's the, the horror of it is that Freddy Krueger's trying to take over his body mm. from the inside out kind of a thing, but he's like hiding from his friends and he's avoiding his girlfriend and wanting to spend more time with his male friend. And so there's a bunch of stuff that's in there. I mean, there's yeah. a reading of like the little mermaid where mm-hmm. it's like a trans narrative where like Ariel feeling yeah. trapped Maybe in the wrong body that. and like, Maybe it was yeah. That. When I was a kid, I didn't like how the end of Disney's Mulan had the male character go knock on the door of Mulan and like, it hinted at that he was going to like ask her out and they could mm-hmm. maybe start dating after he had found out that like she'd been disguising herself as a man for months Yeah, mm-hmm. because I felt like it was Disney forcing in that like, Oh, there's gotta yeah, be a princess. And that's what it felt like to me. But, mm-hmm. but honestly looking at it, because I don't think that that element of the Disney movie is going to be a part of like the Disney live action Mulan, which is supposed to be more like historically accurate. Yeah, Did no, you, you saw the trailer no, for it? No, Eddie Murphy. Dragon. No Mushu. No. <laughs> yeah, really. Like no mm-hmm. cricket. None of that stuff. Um, but I feel like in the past few years, I don't know if people have been talking about it or if I've been thinking Are about they it more. Get down to business though to defeat the Huns. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, but I, now I'm like, you know what? Maybe that is also a piece of like, like gender nonconforming, like. You know, oh, if sure. this, like if any this, like swapping. Yeah. Area if this like guy that. can still see a person for being a person and be like, well, I still want to date you. But mm-hmm. I, but I'm like, but 1998's Disney's Mulan. That was not the message of that. No. movie. It was well, like, but you know, a boy and girl are going to kiss, you know, and you're like, OK, all right. But it would be cool if Mulan was a, was made that that would be cool. Anyway, I can't think we haven't even like had anything with good representation really no, not thus really. far we're kind of we're kind of seeking it out that's why the lists that we make are more interesting yeah and that's why um yeah it hasn't been great so far but i'm sure we're gonna i'm sure there'll be like two examples in 500 movies of like right person yeah, oh true. hairspray we saw hairspray we did see hairspray. that's a good okay. example of that it's mm-hmm. a good example of that john waters classic sure um but that's it and that's real yeah, sad there it is right I there right boom there. 12 monkeys not a great example no, of that. it wasn't <laughs> one of the <laughs> Jerry it's not a piece it. of queer cinema, unfortunately. But to go to go back to what you were originally asking, Caitlin, is like, who made this list? Who's this list for? Did you know, you see it? the readership of this list. It's ten thousand of their readers, and then one hundred and fifty 
film critics, directors, producers, casting directors, people that work in Hollywood. Like it says 150 of Hollywood's finest. I don't know what the fuck that yeah. means. Mm. I don't know. Critics. I don't know. So, what. uh. Yeah, um, but ten thousand. Yeah, right. <laughs> the best PA, craft services, Gaff. the finest PA. We got an associate editor right here. Yeah, Michael so, Bonner. Shout out to Michael but, Bonner. Claire Hall. There's a woman. Yeah, but it is also ten thousand readers, which is Karen probably Kusama. mostly going to be film bros in 2008. Mm-hmm. Mostly mm-hmm. probably going to be straight. Mostly yeah. probably going to be white. Maybe the majority of that 10,000 readers are in the UK. I don't know. Maybe mostly in the US. Sure. I'm not sure. Whatever. But yeah, that's why you get a bunch of movies um, that uh, looking back on it 10 years later, it's like, ooh, this wouldn't make the list if they made this list today. Mm-hmm. It's Vin- you know? for Vendetta, is it? Kaylin, overall thoughts. How overall do you feel thoughts. about V for, for Vendetta? I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Paddington 2, let's go. Just, yeah, get, yeah. sum up if you can, your overall thoughts, maybe how many times you've seen it in the past, and if there was anything different about your viewing experience tonight. Sure. So I saw this movie, I think, probably twice in theaters. In, nice. It was actually released in 06, I believe. It was it was originally intended mm. to be released on I think November right. the fourth, two thousand five, but it got pushed back to an 06 release. Anyway, I saw it in theaters a couple times. Loved it. I was like, "This is so good!" and it's visually awesome. And I just love the themes and the action and the da 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 da. And you were and in college when it came out. I was out. in college, yeah, yeah. and I so I was uh, getting my first doctorate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is halfway through our first doctorate. Uh, yeah. Pretty intensive study program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just I really liked it. I bought it on DVD. I've seen the movie probably like 20 times over the <gasps> course of... See, if I like a movie, I watch it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Good. Um, so, uh, but I hadn't what revisited it. What else is in that it. club also? Movies I've watched 20 yeah, or more 20 times. times. Oh, there's yeah. dozens. Back to the Future. Okay. Back to the Future, I've easily seen 100 Full times. Full Monty. I've seen Titanic well over 100 times. Uh, oh. Full Monty, yes. Um, but have you seen Titanic in 3D? I have not seen Titanic <gasps> in 3D. Whoa, over 100 times, but never in three dimensions. Isn't that crazy that there's a way to experience that movie that you've never experienced yet? I would love Exciting. that. Exciting. Gotta find a laser Because I've seen it in theaters. I've seen it in a drive-in movie theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've seen it on a boat? I've seen not it, seen it on a boat. Have you seen it uh, dubbed in Spanish? I've not seen that oh, either. There's many different. ways and mediums by which mm-hmm. I have not seen mm-hmm. Titanic. Mm-hmm. With your eyes closed? Just like <laughs> listening to it? Only the second VHS? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I used to only watch the second VHS a lot. Yes. Yeah. You're like, okay, enough with the setup. They're on the boat. Honestly, Go. seriously. Oh, the second half it, of the movie is Doesn't way the second better. half start with the iceberg hit? Um... No, the iceberg has all. No, it starts with right after Cal has slapped Rose in the face. Fuck. So, like, minute 200. So, you even get to miss the slap. Wow. You miss the slap. You only see the aftermath. Mm-hmm. You only see the aftermath of the slap, and then the, the shit goes down. So, once and by the, the shit, iceberg, I mean the Titanic. The, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. the movie gets. We don't have to talk about Titanic. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Do you think that uh, it was just. Um, a, like a dream of somebody, like a, like a wishing well, or do you think she went to heaven at the end? In the heaven, this is the Titanic, and they're on heaven. No, no. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me this because I <laughs> will take any platform that allows me to voice like that's that heaven. it is not heaven. It's not heaven. She fucking falls asleep and has a dream. That's yeah. it. Oh. She has a dream. She didn't die. She did not die. Like She's she gonna live for ten more years. Exactly. Oh, really? She's still kicking. Yes. She's doing hundred percent. Everyone she, thinks she, she died and went to heaven. No. Why, first of all, why would that be anyone's version of heaven? Why would why heaven, wouldn't it be? Why would heaven be the ship that you 
died on. Because yeah. up to a certain point, it was heaven. <laughs> it was the ship of dreams. It was. And it Billy was. Zane was it there. Was. <laughs> yeah. What would your heaven be? I know what my heaven would be. What would your heaven be? My heaven be? would be watching the movie Titanic. Oh my, you walk into a movie theater, you're like, what's this? And there's no way you can escape. And it's just uh-huh. That's infinite, literally my in, hell. infinity <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> and like everyone's polite. There's like a couple people there. It's like, oh, do I know you? No, I don't. And you just keep watching Titanic on loop for eternity. I oh, love it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, we'll Keller, to, to future, watch this movie then, with okay, you. Okay, we're going to do it. Wait, what number I, is it? 300 something? 336. So yeah. we'll okay, see so you in like four years. Four, four years. years from now. Yeah. Keller, what's your heaven? My heaven? Is it the movie Days of Heaven? Is it just... It's the movie... Yeah, just a burning of field of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's your heaven? Directed by Terrence Malick. Yeah. <laughs> and just getting swarmed by locusts. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? What's your heaven for real? Uh, Texas? No. Texas forever? I don't know. Yeah, Hawaii. Texas forever. Not Hawaii. The be- the beach from Lost? Just like a super nice kitchen, and in the back is <gasps> yeah. a well-kept garden and like all the produce I need. Mm-hmm. And then I know a butcher who's down the street, mm-hmm. and uh, wow. there's a movie theater in my backyard, awesome. and there's a library. And in that movie theater, Titanic, Titanic is always playing. Caitlin's yes, trapped Caitlin's in there. in there, and then I'm like, Caitlin, we're going to throw something else on. She said, and then sh- she gets a break, <laughs> and then we yeah. get a, we watch something else, <laughs> uh-huh. and then I leave, and Caitlin yeah. continues watching Titanic. Do I get to eat any of your food? I'm bringing it constantly. Thank you. Yeah, just big old bowls of pasta while we watch not Titanic. <laughs> I can't eat that with my sludge. Ugh. Well, in heaven, there is no sludge. In heaven... Your sludge is sitting in a seat next to you watching Titanic, like just like an angel playing the. <laughs> and you're like, hi, sludge. Hi, Caitlin. I love you. I love you too, sludge. Oh, I never thought to personify my sludge. Your sludge is not evil. Your sludge is with you yeah. in heaven. <laughs> your sludge is like the Grimer Pokemon. You like can it's take just like none of your material sludge. belongings with sludge, you, sludge. but you can and take your, your sludge. sludge. <laughs> My idea of having guys uh, download the Sludge Cast, <laughs> yeah, the Sludge Podcast. Hello. Mm-hmm. Anyway, today sorry. that's oh, real. No, that's real. That's, that's Caitlin and the Sludge Podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I have a sludge. Yeah, listen to Sludge. Yeah, listen to Sludge. <laughs> it's a real thing. Any I, Sludge? You want to clarify? Just like pour out a can no, of cat food. <laughs> that's a real thing. Caitlin's laughing through it, but that is, but that's a real podcast, right? Yes, yeah, Sludge, yeah. the podcast, right? Yes. Plug it now. It's telling the story of my healthcare nightmare that I'm currently going through. Guys, my fuck goodness. most doctors. My goodness. Yes. Yet to find a good one. I've seen the Twitter threads. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, what's your idea of heaven? My idea of heaven's the Starship Enterprise. Aww. Really? Maybe, maybe I'm not the captain, but I'm like... Uh, what are you doing? Impo- I'm like an important officer on the bridge. You're down yonder. I don't know You're not on the, the bridge. smarts. I'm not. You do have the, you do have like, the smarts. But I have my own personal quarters. Maybe you I'm do. like the counselor. Maybe you I'm like, the, shit down I'm like the ship historian. Because think about it. You're the archivist. You love movies. Mm-hmm. You love TV. You're the archivist. But in the future... Your arch- you know history of like Earth history, Vulcan history, Klingon history, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Even so you fly history. around on a ship for eternity, exploring the galaxy or <laughs> multiple galaxies. And every time they, and it's like they barely will call on you to like, they, we need the ship historian. Like they'll barely call on you. So yeah. basically you just get to chill. I love that, man. You're seeing you know, space all the time and reading get, and watching yeah, movies. dude, you get your personal quarters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at this dope ass planet, planet we just came to. Cool. I'll, uh, let's download some, some history on it. I'll study this. Pretty oh, cool. Oh, one of my crew members turned to salt. Oh boy, glad I didn't go down on that the away salt mission. Flats. Yeah. Bring salt flats, bringing it back, bringing it back to V for Vendetta, v for Vendetta. 2015, yeah. Salt Flats, good film, famous, loved it, piece of queer cinema. Yeah, when which this, would, yeah. should be on this list, but yeah. this yeah. list came out in 2008. Oh. So it okay, would have well, not yet. since then. Okay. So 
going like, all the way back. This, honestly, like yeah. as a kid, as far as not kid, but as far as movies, I was allowed to watch. Yes, this was like one of the very few instances yes. in which I did see any of that kind of representation. Any gay people at all? Absolute yes. same. And I was, I was I saying this that with too. My is Baptist that Baptist pastor father? Is that, and he was like, hmm, multiple times, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Fuck off. Dad. This was not a movie that was advertised as being like a serious drama. It was an action comic book movie based on a comic book from the Wachowskis, from the makers of The Matrix. You know, mm-hmm. from writer Alan Moore who wrote Watchmen and From Hell and all this stuff. And it, it existed in that world of comic book superhero movies. And V's basically a superhero. He is a superhero. So this movie's advertised. It comes out, you go see it. And there's a whole subplot, a whole Mm -hmm. part right in the middle of fucking movie. That's so emotional. That is also so crucial to the entire So crucial. So sad. It is the entire movie. So well done. And it's about two women falling in love. Yeah. And it's about a gay woman being prosecuted for, for being gay. Living in persecution, like it. That's right in the middle of this movie. That yeah, I'm sure a bunch of people want to go see it, and they were like, hmm. But you know what? Mm, fuck them. Yeah. This is the emotional crux of the movie. Yes, yes. absolutely. Kaylee, you've seen it twenty times. Continue your overall. Oh, thoughts. sure, sure, sure. Yes. So, so I, I, you know, loved it as a as a youth in my mm-hmm. early twenties. Uh, angsty youth. <laughs> yeah. And their second doctorate. Uh, during while well, I was getting my second, my first doctorate. Um, oh, I thought you started the second one halfway through this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Um, and but I hadn't revisited it for quite some time, and mm. I did rewatch it because uh, the Bechtel cast covered it a couple of years ago. So I rewatched it for that. But yeah, I, I, so I don't have quite the attachment to it that I did um, maybe mm-hmm. like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I I like this movie. I think it holds up. There are parts that don't hold up very well for mm. me. Uh, we like can what parts? Talk- just the, you know, the violence against women, yeah. the abduction that yeah. he does twice to yeah. Natalie Portman's character. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what's the first and what's the second? Oh, the first time, yeah, he does abduct her and then... And then she escapes. Yeah. And then That's he right. abducts wearing her that, again. And the thing. second time is <sighs> way worse because he makes her, he gaslights her into thinking I that know. she has been detained by like Creedy's people. He tortures her. Mm-hmm. He starves her. He just like the most violent mistreatment you can do to a person mm-hmm. and then she yes she rightfully is very mad at him yeah. but then seems to forgive him pretty quickly and then there is one of those you know like romance yeah you buy things that, she that get wedged gets in over it because end. of that scene in the rain yeah, yeah. The only that was a really great scene it. that was a great scene but it was like yeah it's really tricky because uh I, I I struggle with that too. And the movie is telling you like, this is all for a good reason. So you should be fine with it. And it's like, the ends justify, the, ends justify the, means. the means. And at the end, he effectively kills himself by going and fighting bad guys and knowing that he's going to get killed and leaves the the choice up to but it's Natalie Portman. using mm-hmm. his power over yes. Natalie Portman. Right. Yes. Time. Instead of, but it's like, and I think the movie is trying to say, and I don't know if I agree with this, the movie's trying to say there is no way Evie, Natalie Portman's character, would have been the character she's at the end of this film, would have fought for this justice had she not gone through a personal... I think that's what the movie's saying. And it's like, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that. I think the movie's saying you have to shock people into... It's a bit too Stockholm syndrome. It is. Because in the beginning of the film, she's basically indifferent because 
her and V are both watching the TV that's saying awful, awful stuff. Mm-hmm. Immigrants, Muslims, well, even halfway through, and she, like, and she turns it up. She's like, pedophile priest is like coming out of she's right. still and she's like, like help trying, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still like, hey. I know you're about to rape me, but please help me. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, so she, so she's, so she's somebody who like had a bunch of had a bad de- bad hand dealt to her. She had a bunch of people in her life taken away from her. Yeah, but she, they still sort of frame her as like somebody, someone who's indifferent. Right. You know, she just turns the TV off as opposed to like she does. She's not marching in the street. She's not. But is the movie saying what can she have done? Look the at where saying who is. You know, who is. So I don't know, man. It, it's speech is like everybody's complicit. Could the, could the and the, but then the movie also makes V like like I was saying he's a murderer. He's killing people. He's a straight up terrorist. terrorist. He's a terrorist. Are the people that he's killing are they innocent or are they complicit? Are they... They're not just complicit. They're like the perpetrators. They're the perpetrators. Yeah. When, like, could he have... Could they have shown the character... It's kind of like Batman. Batman is a character who's a fantasy, who represents overcoming uh, injustice and, like, overcoming crime, which is something that's unstoppable. In Batman stories, he doesn't kill people because he's supposed to be so good. But it's like you were saying on Twitter, Batman fights to uphold the status quo. He does. He first... like, That's true. Where exactly V's whole thing is not to do that. So what I'm saying is destroying the status but quo. But could they have made V a character who is so good and so skilled that he can get out of any situation without killing everybody? It's just Alan to, Moore, they're just to, sure. Yeah, they could have, but, but just not going just for to. him to be ultimately fully better than everyone. No, they do lower him to that level of he's a terrorist. He's in, but he's not inciting terror to like the innocent masses that have been manipulated. He's trying to incite terror to the, those in power. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that stuff's a struggle. And could the movie have worked without all that stuff? I don't know. I don't know either. But I, what I feel, at least in terms of like the movie laying the groundwork for Evie to potentially to like very easily, I think based on her background to be like true, the like marching in the street. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like she has every reason to like her parents were like captured by like the creedy black bag, scary people. Her brother was killed in what we find out was this like terrorist attack of the British government attacking their own people Mm -hmm. to then, you know, set up a situation where then they can all profit, profit from it. Mm -hmm. So like she has every reason to be like, yes, I will, like be a revolutionary and the fact that like he's like no i have to torture you for a few weeks first and she's like yeah now i'm changed it's like none of that tracked for me or i just either make her either don't give her that background where she really is well off and she has to be like changed into into action or go about it a different way just indifference towards her family and that's yeah i don't know and disservice to the character the the thing i hate the most about it i feel like this Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I feel like this movie did more service to the character than the book probably did. Which character? Uh, E.B. Maybe. That's why I don't read the comic Yeah, book. we can't I'll really say it. with any authority. Um, whatever. That's fine. The, the part that I yeah. hate is that she forgives him to the extent where she's like, let's go run away together. I, I love yeah. you. No. Let's kiss. It is, yeah. yeah and then and then she kisses like, like a snake. It's weird. <laughs> she's trying to get her tongue inside yeah, that little mouth slit. slit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little, little. I can't. How do I, if I, maybe, 
Hold still. I can. All right, I'll pull the lever. Um, so despite all that stuff, you still enjoy the film. Yes. Anything again? Anything new that other than the? I guess the stuff. I guess the new thing that you like saw today was the stuff that doesn't hold up great, which yeah. is all that other stuff. Okay, right. That's and awesome. it's fucking is fairly Final. relevant. Oh, it's even like more that relevant. One more, little, more, but like there's more. like a solid chunk where it's just like rounding up people. I'm it, like cool. Or just. It's describing brown it. people, describing the world, the yeah. process of how to like. First, he uh, was voted on this thing, and people were yeah, surprised. Yeah, he's doing and, the Rookwood thing, and then he yeah. won, and then he started doing this, and then he started and then doing his that. Followers like, started getting more violent. Yes, so, I'm like, that's Trump. They're just describing Trump. Yeah, um, ten years ahead of time. Last question is: Do you think it should be on the list of the 500 greatest movies ever made? Be for Vendetta, <sighs> 2006. MCU. This Man. is one of the. Best oh, comic sure. book adaptations yeah. ever, and still holds up as one yeah. of the best comic books. But now you're saying Thor Ragnarok, boop, we'll bump it off of the list. Here's the deal. No, that's different though, <laughs> okay. because this is okay. a completely different thing true. than that. Have you seen Into the Spider Verse? Oh yeah, it's on the new list. It's on the new list. <laughs> it's for sure on the new list. <laughs> it's the greatest comic book movie ever made. It but, is. Yeah. I mean, because this is one of like 200 DVDs I own, <laughs> I would say yeah, probably I would put it on my list of 500 Very greatest cool. films. Yes. Yeah, cool. yeah. You haven't upgraded to Blu-ray? No, I haven't. Well, because I just stopped buying that any disc media mm. um, probably like, I don't know, eight years ago. That mm-hmm. makes Hector sad. That does make Hector sad. <laughs> Hector likes physical media. Hector does. I like physical media, I mean, media I still, too. He, I have all my DVDs it. still. Sure. And I, sure. I, I have a DVD player, but yeah, I just never upgraded because Blu-rays were expensive. We're going to start buying you Blu-rays for gifts. And also yeah. you can find a Titanic $5 band for sure. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> in fact I'm going to send you a link for... Uh, Blu-ray 3D Titanic. Let me see see, right. see how much that is. Okay. Send you that link. Yeah. Send you that link if you want to get it. Do you have Titanic on Blu-ray? No, I but I have it on oh. DVD. You have it on DVD? Do you have it on VHS? Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Well, yeah. I was wondering Upgrade. if you're one of those people that has like, well, I have it in Every seven mediums. <laughs> Every version. Yeah. <laughs> on beta. I have the novelization. Uh-huh. It's different. I have, I have different. the audiobook of the novelization. I have read the script for it. The, it is it good? No, not really. No. Um, Interesting. How are James Cameron's scripts? Really horny. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Come with me if you want I, to bone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll change that later on. We'll change that later. <laughs> and then they go and they bone. Stop it, James. And then and then Ripley says, "Get away from her, you bitch. Let's bone." <laughs> James, stop it. Down and in then, the abyss. Let's bone. And then stop and then it, Zoe James. Saldana's character says, "I see you, Jake Sully. Let's bone." <laughs> They're all so horny. Avatar. Avatar. Oh man, he's making so many more, and it's I'm like so no one wants this, James. I just want to call him and say, "No one wants I've, this." I've James, heard just like he that he's doing two and three. But that, like, there are plans for four and five scripts and whatnot, but they're not going to go until two and three are released, until they see. That's what I've heard. Even though everyone, and even though James Cameron will be like, no, I'm doing 10. It's like, okay, buddy, you are. But let's let's see if you're doing 10. But also, he has Titanic money to last him 12 more movies. But to make an avatar, you need, like, movie studio money to make an avatar. He's, He's got it. Yeah, you know. But he keeps spending it on going to the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) What for, James? James, because that's where Do you guys his know wife about is. Titanic two, the ship. No. Is that real? They're re- they're making it. Who is? I don't know. I, I've heard that like my big, whole life. A giant movie, the that's ship. The, that's the what plot of a Futurama two, episode. What is Titanic one then? If Titanic, Titanic two is the ship, Titanic one, Titanic one, is, one the ocean. Well, no, Titanic two is also a movie. Titanic one, uh, starring no, Keller. Titanic one was the first boat, but Caitlin's saying they're going to make another boat called Titanic two. 
Oh. And then people are going to ride that. I'm going to yeah. ride it. In real life. Yes. Oh, let's do it. A touristy thing. That, and at the it's end, like it's going gonna, gonna to hook up in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean to this like huge... There's like a giant animatronic yeah, that breaks like, it in half. And people are like, whoa, fun! Oh, no. And you, like, have, you have to like get a door. Like You have yeah. to. You're on your own. <laughs> you might die. It's yeah. freezing cold. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Some cast members well, have to fall to their death. By deaths. the time... The, I mean, the water levels will be <laughs> risen It'll, and warm. That's a yeah. good point. By the time... It, exactly. What iceberg are they going to hit? Yeah. Yeah, none. They'll have to build you know, an iceberg. You know when How people How sad is when, that? We're going to be building icebergs. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It'll be it'll be animatronic and cool. We'll ride at Disney California. <laughs> it'll be Adventure. the Matterhorn. Yeah, exactly. Um Keller overall thoughts for you for Veneta. I think this movie is good. Me too. I enjoyed this movie very much. Me too. It also bumped me out and also yeah. there are like these <sighs> in this movie. I know. But, but if I wasn't going I to, feel like it's still yeah. Like maybe, I don't know, handles those ease better than like a lot of David Fincher had directed this <laughs> yeah. script. Yeah. Like that would have yeah. been completely more fucked. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they approached what this story was and what the graphic novel actually happened, like what happens in yeah. it. I, you know what? Th- thinking the way that uh, everything that you're saying, Caitlin, and what you're saying, Keller, I feel like now looking back if I could give the movie a serious criticism is like, if it were made today, I feel like they would remove the romantic subplot at mm. the very yeah, least. For sure. If you're going to keep the V is going to torture Evie and he is still going to realize yeah. that he is a monster by the end of this film because of the words that she oh, says to him and he'll be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kill myself. Like I'm going to die. It's mm-hmm. not up to me. It, you're, what you're a person Ports comes back for a as V part. That'd be cool. Mm. I'd be into that. I know I'd be we curious don't like to see. the reboots. I know we don't like the bring them stuff back. But at back, least that would so be fucking timely. Still, pretty sure she would like not Natty torture. Yeah, uh, another no, person. She'd be, yeah, she would do it right, man or woman. She'd be the correct non-binary kind of individual. <laughs> she'd be the right kind of terrorist. <laughs> Explain what that is exactly. Right. Well, Killer. let's break it down. <laughs> Boom. Jesus Christ, terrorist. <laughs> Revolutionary. <laughs> Talking about ice uh, water level risen, he is risen. You know oh what I'm saying? God, Seriously, mm. oh my God, man, mm. that's what pe- that's that's what we need to be thinking about. Yeah, less like about the water. Is Waterworld on the list? It's no. gotta be. No, that was right no, after Fight Club. That yeah. was number eleven. Yeah, number eleven. <laughs> Waterworld. Kevin um, Costner I, drinks I his own pee. Like, Enough said. Guys, Kevin Costner shouldn't have a single movie on this list. <laughs> There's got to be like Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves has got to be oh, on here. The Untouchables is. has got to oh, be sure. on yeah, here. Yeah, Field yeah. of Dreams has probably got to oh, be yeah. on here. Yeah. If this movie, if this list came out today, I don't know if Hidden Figures Only would swing make the vote. list. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. I don't think so. I wonder if Man of Steel would make the list. Probably. Man of Steel would definitely not Because make. Dude Bros would vote it in. Yeah, it would. They'd be Damn like, it, they'd be right. like it's All the, the second DC best Superman movie ever. Yeah. Yeah. Assholes make it in there. Mm. Like Wonder Woman out Superman out of, Returns. Out of all those movies, I would only give it a slot to Wonder Woman as like being on the list of the five hundred. I just, wa- I just yeah, I just watched Shazam again today. Oh gosh, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't impressed. Wasn't impressed. I, I like, I like it, the last the last ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's just <laughs> anytime it's just, Caitlin doesn't like a movie, as soon as credits Shania. roll, she goes. <laughs> that don't impress me much. <laughs> And she watches Ocean's Eleven. She's like, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Man, I just uh, love uh, Ocean's uh, Eleven, uh, though. I know. It's, it's great. so fucking Talk good. about a great screenplay. That's play. number 500 yeah. on this it list. That it's snuck in. fucking B- Very rips. bottom. Very bottom. And it does rip. Um, 
Yeah, so that's my criticism of the movie is that that stuff could have been handled better mm. and less sort of cliched if they were going to keep the we have to shock Evie into into um, into being active as like an activist because otherwise she's not. It's still a little muddled with her backstory, but. Also, if I was going to say earlier, if I wasn't like chomping down on a and sandwich, also those letters—that's when the letters happen. What letters? Oh. The, the crux of the entire. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which oh, I was going to say that's when that happened. Yes, like, like that movie. Chelsea was saying it's messed up that this is my favorite part of the movie. As soon as she got taken by V and she has her head shaved and she's and, and Natalie Portman's crying and mm-hmm. it's like wonderful acting and her acting just keeps getting better and better yeah. until like the rain scene. And it's, she's just like tapped out with like, I, can, like I can't act any better. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. of the movie. It's amazing. And but she's just like, I also was going to say, I was just like, I was eating cause I was starving. We were having dinner. If I wasn't eating and I was watching this, by not yourself. for a pot, maybe by myself, but even with us, but not, but like not for this podcast thing. Like, the part that choked me up watching it tonight, the first part that hit me and put a lump in my throat was when the woman said, I couldn't have come out to my parents without holding my girlfriend's hand. And oh, I was like, yeah. this came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was so, it just hits you over the head it, and it was so real. And then multiple moments with her story after that, where you're, you're just like, it's so emotionally draining and it's so sad and mm-hmm. and even though it's all a fiction it, it it's like a it feels like a weird little mini like you know true like based on a true story you know what yeah. i mean right is how good it was so yeah the torture stuff is awful but that stuff is right there in the middle of it and it's right. the, it's, it's like so the best part it's the best yeah which i think maybe just goes to make the character v like he's obviously fucked yeah like the, he the is. whole time they're and saying listen, you're crazy and, he and is listen nuts. the movie could have done a better job of doing that I don't want a movie to hit me over the head with, this is how you should feel about this thing. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want a movie to be like, oh, both sides, make he up your own mind. M- like- when when you, the whole point is, you know, because it's because now you're veering into that fight club territory of like, are we vilifying him or are we deifying him? This person who does kill people, who tortures innocent people, who is all yeah, ideological. A superhero I, th- I mean, be a the human. movie, I think, because again, we've said he is a straight up terrorist. Yeah. He abused a woman, for, but he's a symbol. <laughs> and <laughs> ideas are bulletproof. <laughs> the movie asks the audience to sympathize with him. Correct. To a large extent, especially yes. because the symbol of his face is like what everyone's wearing at the yeah. end. Yeah. And you know, he's, he becomes this martyr uh-huh. and, and you never the, have to fully see him as a human being. Yeah. Right. He does. He basically is an idea from start to finish. Yeah. So, but the, the movie really, and I didn't even start to think about this too critically until like a couple of years ago, but, um, I was like, Oh Yeah. V's a really bad person, but he's also like, his motives are good. Mm -hmm. He has the best intentions. Mm -hmm. But but the means by which he accomplishes things is terrorism. Yeah. So, and so it like raises a question like, like, can you effectively incite change with violence? Correct. Should you? Depending on. Does say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like movie. violence can be used for good. That is a mm-hmm. yeah. direct mm-hmm. quote from mm-hmm. the movie. So, and it's like I don't feel that way. You know, I, I'm all about peace and love. Mm, and blah, blah, blah. True. Yeah. But also, I'm just like I also like Donald Fucking Trump should 
die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm also rooting for when like the the Bill O'Reilly analog is getting killed in his shower. Right. You know, yeah. when V takes him out, I'm like, yes, because this dude is the mouthpiece, the most dangerous. Fucking, yeah. Right. You know, and the, when the, the those in power, pedophile yes. rapist priest gets killed, is getting murdered. I'm like, I'm like yeah. Even when this, the woman who felt so bad. The doctor who I was like, wait, why is she being killed? And like, you guys are like, Hector, put your phone down, shut up. The movie will explain it. <laughs> yeah. And then a scene the later, I was, like, it. I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> even when she was so, she was like, is so it? So remorseful she said, even? She said, is it useless to apologize? And he was like, never, never, never. And, and I'm like, that's a really nice her. sentiment. Like, still yeah. kills her. And mm-hmm. at, at the end of all that, I was like, I was still like, yeah, she deserved to die. And I hope she burned in hell. But and I feel like even at the end, V knew that he deserved to die. Yeah. And like you said, but it all he ever wanted was forgiveness. And and, and, and Natalie Portman gave, Natalie it, to him. gave it to him, now, but gave it to she, him with a weird kiss. I know. Could she have given him the forgiveness? Because when yeah. she said, I don't want you to die, that's when that's he, that's when he died. To be. He goes, you didn't need to come yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to. That's when he said, like, that's the greatest gift you could have given me. And then he pieces out and dies. He and straight up pieces out. He goes, deuces. And he like disappears like a yeah, gif like he exactly. just and onto the train inside the train so yeah because yeah. natalie portman but, is fucking ripped as hell if she's yeah. lifting that I know, guy i know onto yeah. that train and putting roses all over him that's the yeah power. would she have time to like there's a lot of questions i have about like this when movie. do you have time to put all those yeah, yeah, yeah. dominoes up How, yeah oh, the the dom the masks he sends out like a hundred thousand or more yeah, masks. when did he box all those yeah. up what, who manufactured you, why those why can't you just trace that did he, like. <laughs> exactly. Why didn't Finch be like, who made these? And then... Thing we don't if, know. If, you ordered if, them from Amazon. Let's, here's a theory. Here are my two theories about where V gets all of his wealth. Okay, we're going to need a diagram for this. Guys. Okay. Oh, please draw uh, a diagram. Me, where's the paper? <laughs> um, he either makes his wealth, his fortune by selling stuff on eBay because he steals like, art so much old stuff. and then oh, yeah. resells he probably it. probably wouldn't got that. Or cool. he is the manufacturer who made all those masks. So oh, he has yeah. some sort of manufacturing empire. A mask company? Yeah. <laughs> Specifically only masks. Only, yeah. Mm-hmm. And only Guy Fox masks. Checks out most of his business done in uh, Louisiana during Mardi Gras, but <laughs> really hit it big. Really hit it big. With this whole November 5th thing. Mm-hmm. It'd be so funny if he walks into like his job and he's like a like a mid-level manager. <laughs> at, at a, a mask at a, company. At a mask company that he walks in. He's like, oh, you're not going to believe this, uh, but... Um, there's been an order for 100,000 of these Guy Fox masks. I don't know. And his boss is like, are you sure about that, Timothy? Yes, I, I don't know. I guess we just have to do it. Like, he's like, that's his secret identity is like, mm-hmm. he can like fudge And he takes it off and his, his face is just the facial hair with the mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same facial hair, like, huge yeah. smile. Just yeah. crap. Yeah. It's not actually burnt But off. yeah, where does he get all of his wealth? I want to mm-hmm. know. I'm saying it's, he's Bruce it's, Wayne. It's the same thing with like, some would argue that, again, characters like Batman over-explained with how many movies have now mm. been like, how would we make it so that Batman, if he were real, how could be... still have could, all this could money? Be, could be real. And it's mm. like, he's not real. These, these <laughs> characters are not... Stop trying to explain how, you know, the Clark Kent Superman secret identity thing works. It's just about, like like you said, with Back to the Future of, of Disbelief. And this movie is so theatrical. And yeah, and it, it all works. Yeah. It all works. I, at no point am I hung up I on that like stuff. I feel like this could... They could do this as a stage play. Yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be fucking absolutely. rad. Like have a musical? Like a musical. Mm. You could I think even do it as a musical, like have a fucking bunch of people come out and the costumes like walking down the aisles. Oh, like do cool the whole the fucking end. thing. Yeah. All right, that'd we're cool. doing it. Let's do it. We're doing it. With the what is it at the end? Beethoven's fifth? It's no, it's the uh, the eighteen twelve overture. Tchaikovsky. Mm. 
Of course, Jankowski. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, idiot. That's right. <laughs> Fucking read a book. Go get two doctorates, Jesus. Ouch. Yeah, man. Hey, go see the Nutcracker and then Ouch. come back. Uh, it's not from the Nutcracker. Ouch. Same guy, you know what? I'm just going to watch Shazam again. <laughs> I feel real stupid. I'm going to log in to the University of Phoenix and you get two doctorates. make me feel real dumb. <laughs> uh, Shazam's not great, but I really like it. Um, it's fun. The last it's, 10 minutes is, redeems the whole movie. And, it's and just, they, they all, all the kids get it. You know what? <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, that's the best Guys, part. Spoiler alert. All the kids get power. <laughs> all the kids what? get it. They're all Shazam. It's cool. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all, yeah, they're all Shazamily. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all V. Shazam and other movies based on comic books are full of compromise, but I think V for Vendetta is not, even though I haven't read the comic book. Mm. I don't think that there's a bunch of stuff that they're like, well, we can't do that, so let's cut this and cut that. I'm like, no, I feel like the story's up there. Mm-hmm. It's all there. I would say that it does deserve to exist on the list of the 500 greatest. Keller, where you at? Yay or nay? I think. Do the yays have it? Probably. Oh, we're getting a problem. We're getting a soft. I think probably. it probably does. Oh, right. Commit. It's tough. Commit. You it's must commit. Tough. Keller, this is the greatest it's moment tough. of your life. You Guys, must commit. It's tough. Well, okay, it does belong because it's not a Wachowski movie, so we don't have to be like Wachowski movies. Can only they only get, get so yeah. many. I, and if they only get so many, I'm putting the Speed Racer at number one, baby. The number Matrix one. has Speed to Racer. go on there, though. The Matrix does has it? to go on does there. Yes. I know, but Speed it Racer. It obviously though. does. Speed Racer I has a seen monkey Speed Racer. that throws poo poo. Oh, well, then. It's pretty great. Best. It's like Citizen Kane, then, Oh, uh, yeah. Speed Racer monkey throws poo poo. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's, here's my favorite line from Speed Racer. You ready for this? Mm. Delivered by John Goodman. Uh, do your best, John Goodman. A ninja. More like ninjas. Oh, wow. I'm fucking in. That movie is... <laughs> Kelly, you've never seen it. I've I'm seen the first 10 minutes, and it's like, this it is, is too look, much for he, all of uh, my let me brain. just Let me take two minutes to defend Speed Racer. It's not as good as The Matrix, clearly. Not as good as V for Vendetta. It's a movie for children. It's a kid's movie. Mm. It's a kid's movie. Unabashedly. Unabashedly, it is the best adaptation of an anime that I've ever seen. Oh. It's, it, is a, it is a full-blown anime. Like, it is... This is my favorite detail of the movie. The Wachowskis that directed it, they had... It's all green screen. It's all CG. Mountains in the background when Speed Racers... And it fucking looks incredible. It looks... It's mind-blowing, but it also looks fake on purpose because mountains that are in the very background are just as in focus as the characters in the foreground. Mm -hmm. And the Wachowski said, well, that's because when you were watching the Speed Racer cartoon, the mountains in the back would have the same... Like sharpness, of detail. yeah. As like, huh. a, and I'm like, that's such a crazy, insane cartoon rationalization that like, I I I love it. Uh, it's it's an insane movie, but it is, yeah. It's about art and it's about racing, kind of, and it's, and it's about it's, speed and it's about hot, it's about dirty speed. American it's about speed, racers, hot, <laughs> dirty American, American speed. speed. Yeah. Do they say that in the movie? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I think that's a fake quote at the beginning of Talladega Nights. Oh, I think. Hot, dirty, a fake quote? Something like that. Yeah, because then it's attributed to like George W. Bush or something. Oh. (laughs) Something like America is all about hot, dirty. Speaking of, Chancellor, what's his face? Oh, yeah, John Hurt. John Hurt. John Hurt. Hurt. Oh, no, John got shot in the head. John Hurt. It was great. Everybody in this movie was great. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Performances, very good. Yeah. He was, that was scary. Absolutely terrifying. Let me, let me see what else I wrote in my notes. All the bureaucrats. You took are notes. So Why? You took notes. I'm a note. I have two doctorates. She has two doctorates. <laughs> we must remember that. She good point, good takes point, good notes point. when she drives. She's like, "Well, I was 45 <laughs> degrees off on yes, my exit. Uh, that yeah, passing. of course. Yes. The speech, the V speech. The first yeah. one. With all the alliteration. The V's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that one. But he just yeah. used up all the V words right he there. He really did. He didn't use it anymore yeah. after yeah, that. He had none for the rest of the day. 
He's like, V, what do you think of this? It was pretty good. You couldn't say very. No. <laughs> ran out. I like it. He, I mean, there was some vagina erasure in this movie. Yeah, he, he should have said vagina. didn't bother saying vagina. Yeah, oh, if he, had, prominent if he ones. had thrown in a little like verisimilitude, vaginal, like vaginal, fiddle of whatever, if he'd thrown in like vaginal, I would have been like, <laughs> that would have been amazing. I don't even know if I would have noticed it. I know. It's just so, much. so fast, but he didn't because we had subtitles yeah, on it. Right. We know he didn't. Okay. Next, uh, next note. Let's see. The dominoes we already talked about. So good. So good. With that music. Can you believe they did it in one take? And we were, one, we were talking the whole time. And it was like, what were the PAs like <laughs> setting up yeah, those, those poor art dominoes. department PAs. Like how many times they actually knocked that shit over. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. God. Man. Bring, um, bring in the domino team. Uh, that's, yeah, we talked about everything else. So Really? We did it. Oh, well, the one. Okay. Getting back to break it down, break it down. Another reason. This is just another reason why um, V shouldn't. And he's not. He is framed as the hero, and he's not framed as the hero. It's Mm -hmm. there's. But he's the hero. There's ambiguity there. But he like V for Vendetta. He's the hero of the movie. His name's in the yeah. Yeah, it's not V for Evie. But there's still like the movie recognizes like the moral ambiguity Mm -hmm. of his like actions and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. He sets up Evie as bait to get molested by a priest. Yeah, but I thought, I mean, but listen, was he planning? To, he did bust in before. He, I think, was like, yes, I'll kill him before. Because as, he because gets as soon there. as he started getting creepy, it cut to V on the rooftop in slow motion, and we were like, yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, Ew. There's like a Dutch angle, yeah. and he's like, Jump, like jumping, like no, yeah, don't get molested. Eight oh eight drop. Save you, <laughs> Matrix. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. But yeah, it was, it was, and it was like the fakest. Like it's like it's I the most know. over the top it's like, scenario. Oh, here's, here's a 27 year old dressed like a you know it's Natalie Portman. Like girl, Natalie yeah. Portman yeah. is petite and she looks young and she's been working since she was a kid. But she's not a you know that was a weird that was very weird. Right. Anyway, oh, yeah. whatever. But I guess she's it makes sense because it's because she's like five foot four in real life. Like she's very very small. Mm-hmm. She's very tiny. Um, which but is she why can lift a it's gonna six four <laughs> super superman. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be awesome when she's Thor. Like it it's gonna, gonna be, be so good. When so she's Thor. I'm so excited about her coming back as Thor and being Thor. That's yeah. gonna be rad. I'm into it. Yeah, it's Me gonna too. be great. All right, Caitlin, we're now at the point in the podcast where we are gonna ask you. Oh, fuck. To contribute a brand new movie to the list of uh, the 500 greatest movies that we're compiling by asking all of our guests. Just last week, we had Amy Dallin, and she contributed 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, sure. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. funny yeah. movie. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Good pick. <laughs> um, Good pick. So, have you thought about it? Yes. Full Monty last year. Mm-hmm. What are we going this year? Assuming it's not already been picked, mm-hmm. let's find out. I'm going to do Paddington Two. Ooh, it's not it on there, right? It has not been picked. No, Whoa. I think it's come close multiple times. Yeah, I feel like yet. Uh, who almost put it on there? I think Catherine, Catherine. almost Catherine. put it on there, and I think Catherine. Chelsea almost Pop put it on there. Pop culture phenomenon, Catherine. What did Chelsea end up picking? Uh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. And then I she's going to do Finding Nemo this year. Yeah, she's going to watch sure. it this year. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's a great. There it is, Full Monty. Um, so why? Yes, Are tell we us going why with Paddington, Paddington two. 2 over Paddington 1? Now is your time to And over V for Vendetta. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, is that, that was an easy call? Paddington 2 over V for Vendetta? Yes. Okay. Anytime. I mean, both <laughs> movies do, as you said, feature a um, exquisitely dressed 
uh, British. Although Hugo Weaving is Australian, no, but the character, of course, is the character. Yes, I was British of course English. referring to yes, V, the character. Chelsea picked Moana. Oh, good one. But I feel like she was not on the list. Yeah, but but I I am sure that she also discussed Paddington's in the convo. Mm -hmm. In the convo. So yeah, another impeccably dressed. And did you see who was it? It was Taylor Swift. Just tweeted an image of her. Oh yes, she did. And I clapped back. Whoa. With what happened? What did she post an image of? No need. (laughs) No need. Paddington was there. I, okay. Yeah. Oh this is, no! See, Wait. Look, here's the, here's the explain, deal. This is a good clapback. This, this is, is a good clapback. This back. is just like V for Vendetta. All Taylor Swift because did was wear a duffel coat. Yeah. Wasn't even the correct color. And no. she, she's look, a look, fucking man. Paddington ripoff. She's coming in. It's like she, her coming you know, in later. She's not a Paddington fan. Here comes Caitlyn coming in like V, just about to bomb this scenario. Where it's like, have you seen Caitlyn's Paddington? Okay, hang on. Look at Caitlin Paddington. Second. Here's what happened. What do you mean? She has a live so, bear at home? What's yes, happened? she has a live Taylor, bear Taylor. that talks and drinks <laughs> marmalade sandwiches. What? Drinks marmalade sandwiches. Put wow. It in a blender. This took a turn. All I'm saying is Paddington came back not with a clapback, but with the nicest response. She was polite yes. about it, but with a hard stare. Here's, here's what, okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Taylor Swift was like, I, she's, she tweeted a photo of herself dressed in a duffel coat. Like not the right color. Not the right way color. too, it way too like dark a, navy. It was like a black mm-hmm. and white photo, wasn't it? No, no it was in color. Okay. But the the, right. fo- the coat is basically black. It's okay. like mm-hmm. very dark navy. Oh yeah, yeah. And she says something like, "Oh, I do just like Paddington," or mm-hmm. something about standing for Paddington. Yeah, something which, totally harmless. Yeah, and uh-huh. I go on. Felt the need to <laughs> demonstrate such a fucking huge Taylor Swift fan. All of a sudden, <laughs> no, goodness. No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> we we just talked about how if you have to. Be we get it. Nineteen eighty nine. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Shut up. Nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four is. It, wait, no. That's the. You're talking about the album. I'm talking about the book. The go on. Orwell. Yeah. Where yeah, does yeah. George Orwell come into any of this? <laughs> where, where's, about why is he You're the one who's championing photos of himself. Yeah. Exactly. Why isn't George Orwell Paddington style? <laughs> Paddington fan. All right. So Dad, I right? was like, basically, I was just like. Bitch, here's how <laughs> Caitlin, that was the weakest. That was so But honestly, seriously, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift came out recently about the whole electric. Like, the reason oh I didn't God. say anything, because oh, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't I didn't help. Wanna, I didn't want to. Yeah, no. I didn't no, think every, I'd help. Everyone was like, shut okay. up. Dude. Listen, that's a whole other issue. But what I love is I just saw a real-life Key and Peele sketch right now. Because Caitlin was like, and I said... Bitch. Like, it's so <laughs> non-confrontational. And I'm like, you could call her about Paddington. What yeah. would Paddington do? He yes. would. That was my version of a hard stare. Okay. Basically, yeah, we've made hard like, political stances, and you're just like, I said, Taylor you better shut up. What I did, I didn't tweet any words. It was just a photo. But my intention behind the photo was like, here's how it's done, and I said this. Recognize. Wow. It's fucking flawless. You can't. That's pretty good. You can't compete with that so for the listeners at like home, why would t swift try it's a photo of me in my paddington getup. i have the hat i have the Duffel coat that's the correct color mm-hmm. i've got a yellow correct background buttons. yellow background i feel yeah. like even right now you're smiling with mouth closed i bet you got a mouthful of marmalade it's a mouthful did. of marmalade yeah. sandwiches right there yeah. you're exactly. just about to be like Bleh, and a bunch of marmalade's about <laughs> to fall out yeah. that's yeah. weird how you do that <laughs> pat it and you go paddington <laughs> mouthful of marmalade like i'm paddington pick that piss with <laughs> not like this I'm Paddington. I'm Paddington. Just like that. Sorry. So Paddington is a great movie. Yeah. Um, it is. And Taylor Swift. Well, what did, what, what did Taylor Swift say? 
in response to me. Oh, she doesn't. She didn't notice. (sighs) She has like eight billion followers. What did Mm -hmm, Paddington himself say to Taylor Swift? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see the response. What did he? Did Paddington respond? I think he said the same thing. Bitch. (laughs) 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 Paddington was like bitch. (laughs) Paddington at Paddington Bear. Yeah, go to the uh, tweets and replies. Let's see did, if he responded. Yeah, I, I, I'm about to pull it up right now. Uh, this is a uh, so oh man. He tweets multiple times tweets a day, constantly. Really got to go back. Like, and yet he doesn't have time to follow me. Seriously. Okay, this is three. We're calling you out, Paddington. Actually, three, actually, three, three days. You're ago. on the list, but you're also on notice. Yeah, she said, <laughs> "Follow us on Twitter, Paddington." Can't stop, won't stop twinning with Paddington with this little right. photo. Right now, and then Paddington. It's like, where's your red hat? Please stop. At at Paddington Bear (laughs) responded. Here, do you want to do it in the Paddington voice? There we go. Do it in the Paddington voice. You got it, Caitlin Wishaw. You got it. So much better. Dear Miss Swift, I like your duffel coat. I'm told that they never go out of style. Never go out of style. He would have. I did like a weird, like I don't even know Cockney. I liked it. Never go out of style. (laughs) What if Paddington sounded like that? You bitch! (laughs) Oi! Listen here, you. I'm told they never go out of style. It would have been something like that. Oh yeah, that's your phone. That's very very Uh, nice. Oi! Give me a marmalade sandwich. Let me out of this prison, knuckles. (laughs) Yeah, he he came for her hard. Absolutely. Why does no one want to be my family? <laughs> what? Me Everybody in London doesn't love me. I need a book for Aunt Lucy. Phoenix Buchanan, bloody frame me. <laughs> Why didn't you vocalise your mis- your dislike of Trump earlier? What? <laughs> now no, Paddington's Brexit. Yeah. Brexit. That's right. <laughs> Uh, you did this to us, Taylor <laughs> Swift. You did. This. You did Brexit. All Taylor of Swift. All of your followers did Brexit because we followed you, <laughs> Marmalade. <laughs> That's really great. That's fun. Um, so, what else is there left to say, Paddington? But my question is, why Paddington two over Paddington one? Have you seen them both? Yes. Um, Wait. Padding- yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think just Paddington two. Paddington one is a Terrific film. Paddington I love it two. so Perfect. much. The formula. Paddington, the stage is already set. Yeah. Paddington 1 is it's not Nicole Kidman. Down. Paddington 1 is Nicole Kidman. Paddington, Paddington 2 is Hugh Grant. Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, so a villain yeah. I like better. Oscar-worthy turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so robbed. Uh, and then just like the first... The second one doesn't have to be bogged down by exposition, mm-hmm. so we can get into this like really fun rompy story right away, mm-hmm. and just the jokes and the the visual humor and the writing and the story is so tight, and all it's the callbacks seamless. and the just the plan and payoff is exquisite. It's just exquisite. delightful. Yeah, it's just one of the best examples of a movie that I've seen that is delightful. Like one of the delightful. best kids mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, and both of them have ever. like yeah, and like the they're so good because they don't dumb down. To like the Mm audience, like too Mm -hmm. too many kids' movies are like, well, kids are watching this, so I have to make it stupid. Um, But it's all visual gags that are funny for anybody who sees it, Mm -hmm. yeah, or just little ones that'll go over the kid's head. Mm -hmm. Right, Mm -hmm. it's just so good. Absolutely. Um, Well, that's fantastic. So people can go to caitlindurante.com to find out information about. Screenwriting classes, online screenwriting courses mm-hmm. that you teach, which is awesome. Listen to the Bechtel cast. Listen to the Bechtel cast, obviously. Check out Sludge. 
You're about yes. to be podcast. You're about to be going and doing some shows yonder. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Plug those. I'm going we abroad. got we got we we have like four listeners abroad probably. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, this episode comes out Monday, so Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh I am going to uh Edinburgh for the Fringe Fest, doing some nice. shows there. That's amazing. I am going and doing shows in London and Dublin and I think Paris as well. I'm definitely going. I don't know if the shows that I'm I haven't been confirmed yet, but someone's like, yeah, I'll I'll probably be able to put you sure, on the show. Sure, eat a baguette yeah. to critique a movie. Oh, do a some stand-up. A yeah. baguette, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, check out my website. All the dates for the shows will be listed there as well. Uh, cool. So you can see me do stand-up comedy. Ever heard of Ooh, it? Thanks for saying it in yeah. French. Thank you. <laughs> stand-up comedy. <laughs> up, next, up next on your stand-up comedy show. We have <laughs> me, Scalen Durante. I don't <laughs> like that. Yeah. Stand-up comedy. I don't know what I was doing. It's okay. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, check out Sludge. Mm-hmm. Check out uh, Sludge. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... A healthcare crisis like that happens in V for Vendetta, where eighty thousand people die. Yeah. Apparently, it's like yeah. the government's doing it to you almost. It's pretty much like Trump is going directly into my gallbladder and putting exactly. sludge in he's there. Putting sludge yeah. in there. Just yeah. all the, that's true. All the mm-hmm. words he says, you know, all his tweets are clogging up your. <laughs> normally, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a fan of the stories where it's like conspiracy theory stories of, oh, the government secretly was responsible for so, 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 mm-hmm. oh, the government, or like Captain America movies that are like, oh, Hydra infiltrated the government and it's mm-hmm. Hydra. Cause that takes away from like, no, people are just going to be bad. People, yeah. Yeah. We have to like change the system. We can't just like take out a couple of evil people at the top. Like it's a systemic thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, Chef Sessions, the racist was selected by a lot of racists. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's a mm-hmm. symptom. But, um, the, the way you just, Describe that where you're like Trump's going in there and putting sludge in there. That's uh, it feels like okay. Then the analogy stands. Then yeah, yeah then the movie <laughs> like it works. works. Yeah, it's uh, a bit for more overt. Way better than Twelve Monkeys. Way better. Way better than Twelve Monkeys. That's you what think I say. So? Oh yeah, I didn't like I Twelve really Monkeys. I really love yeah. Twelve Monkeys. Though, <laughs> is the thing. I like I know. Vendetta way more. Both, better. both you have involve to pick. capturing women True. and imprisoning them. True. What How else do you love? Beauty and Alan. <laughs> what else do you love? Caitlin? Jeez. What else? Do, uh, Phantom of the Opera? Seriously. I don't oh, like that God. very much. Phantom um, Menace? <laughs> love Natalie it. Natalie Portman's in that. Do you really love the Phantom Menace? No. Okay, no it's Taylor, on the list. I'm it's in the top 500 greatest films of all time. You love Star Wars. I don't know how far that love goes. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, good grief. Um, on, uh, Return of the Jedi. I know cool. it's not the best. Hey, hey, guess what? It's my favorite, too. You know what I, you know what I just I watched? I just love Ewoks. I love Ewoks. I love the fucking... Uh, Speeder bikes. Through the Speeder forest. bikes. Speeder so bikes through good. the forest and is so fucking cool. The Java stuff is great. The Java's Java. Palace. And the, yeah, Starlight and, and Luke isn't a whiny baby Thank anymore. You. Exactly. Cool. He's a fucking cool. badass. Like, oh, uh, Michael's He's barely in the movie. It's mostly like exactly. Leia doing cool yeah, stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Han Solo getting his Java. ass saved constantly. Yeah. Uh, you know what I just watched for the first time? What? The Ewok Adventures. I've never seen, seen it. Are they good? You have. If you love Ewoks, you have to watch these movies. Are they on Blu-ray? No, they're <laughs> on Devada. Devada. Like Kamada. Kamada. Devada. Stand up, Kamada. <laughs> Guys, I don't speak French. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> DVD. Thank you. Devada. DVD. Devada. Devada. I got the Devada. 
You should check them out. Okay. It's, well. um, well, God, what are they called? They are called the Ewok, uh, the Ewoks go to prison. Ewoks go to Oz. It's something like um, it's the Ernest movies, but Ewoks. God. A Caravan of <laughs> Courage is the first one. Which is like a mini Lord of the Rings. I kid you not. Okay. Caravan And it's all clearly shot in the valley, like California. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, we're on Endor. It's like, you're in the valley. You're in the Los Angeles um, National Forest. Yeah. And the second one is called, uh, uh, oh my God, I can't remember, but it is like, it started and I was like, damn, that's dark. It has the darkest opening to any Star Wars movie. Whoa. It's great. You got to watch them if you okay. love the Ewoks. They are adorable. And the it's little girl. It's Wigs Revenge. It's great. I have seen yeah. the Wookiee holiday special. Ooh. It's Ooh, not Christmas good. special? No, yeah. yeah. I still have not I seen, that. seen that. It's better than that, I've been told. Yeah, this is better than that. You clearly, you've in, thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, you're like, <sighs> yeah, at a good these time. Are... I was like, oh, because again, you know what my experience was watching those movies was that when I was younger, I always thought Star Wars was like for boys. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize both of these TV specials that run about an hour and a half a piece came out in the 80s. And when they came out, they skewed the Star Wars balance to be like two parts female centric character, like main characters, a little girl, three parts boy character. And I was like, oh, oh. I, and I'm, and I don't know if this is a generalization, but I feel like there's a, there is kind of a generation of women who sort of were growing up in the eighties that like glommed onto that. And that helped them to like get into star Wars it was like, huh. oh, cause in my brain for TV movies, yeah, in right? my brain, star Wars is half for boys, half for girls. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, and I thought it was really interesting, interesting that since those TV movies, which are admittedly not as good as the movies, movies, mm. they're, they're crappy in a lot of ways, but they're still fine in a lot of other ways have been so turned into jokes by like the predominantly male Star Wars fan base. Hmm. Yeah. I, in my experience is that anytime as an outsider, like you just had like, to qualify that yeah. Return of the Jedi was your favorite one. And, and people Return go, oh, because everyone's like, oh, have you ever seen Empire? Teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. Teddy, well, Empire's cool because it's dark. Yeah, teddy, teddy bears teddy who are wearing party. skulls and murdering. I just like out. any bear-based media mm. between mm. Paddington and bear-based Ewoks. Media. <laughs> we got the triple Bs. Grizzly Man. Better Business Bureau, bear-based media. Just Christopher Robin, media. great movie. Yeah, yeah. I love Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Exactly, he's adorable. The Edge. What are you going to do about it when that bear eats that guy? Great movie. Yeah, oh, The Edge, sure. The Revenant, The Revenant. The Revenant. <laughs> My mm-hmm. favorite. Oh, I can't decide between Paddington Two or The Revenant. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot, which bear is better? Yeah, Ted. Which bear would Ted. win a fight? Ted's the best bear. Paddington. Ted. Yeah, the yeah. teddy bear. Ted. Teddy bear. Ted. Thunder buddies for life. I think it's the bear from AI. <laughs> Oh, do I not drop remember me, David. that. There's a I teddy bear in AI. That's the oh. best part. He, do not do not drop me, David. I will break. That's the best part of that movie. I so love scary. that teddy bear. He was awesome. Watch? He's creepy as hell, though. He's like the yeah, snuggy yeah. teddy bear. Just he like, was. Talks like this. A little robot man. And then he like lives forever with that poor Haley Joel Osment robot at the bottom of the ocean. At the end of that movie, it's sad. It's sad. Caitlin, thank you so much for being on the podcast <laughs> thank today. You for thank having you having me. So this much. was the best. Keller, what movie we're watching next week? Who's next our guest going to be? We are watching, oh fuck, Lords of Dogtown with yeah. Kelly Hodgson. Oh, 2000, wow. Another yeah. 2005 So it's going to get fucking gnarly next it's gonna week. Get Nor, we're gonna be ripping, shredding, shredding, so gnar, shredding some gnar. We're gonna be fucking. We're gonna get. We're gonna. We're gonna. (laughs) I'm gonna. I'm gonna half pipe right off of a fifty-fifty. Shred some gnar right up some gnar lip. Some sweet. Mm Powder. I'm gonna seven twenty. I'm gonna seven twenty into a hard flip, into a kick flip, into uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wait, is do? Kelly doing that Footy because style. of her like roller derby? I don't think Ro- that's. what I think she wanted like Lord oh, of Dark. Right. Like, I'm bringing I think that she up. Loves that movie. 
I'll be like, yeah, she's about roller derby. Roller derby. Ro- she's all about wheels. Yeah. Cool. She loves anything shredding. with wheels. Mm-hmm. Ripping and shredding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Flintstones loves it. Are you going to shred? On my guitar? Yes. Yeah, you're going to go to Europe and shred on my guitar. Yeah. I'm going to shred my commodore. Yeah, shred some. All right. All right. Yeah, just try it out on some, you know, some of the passengers on the plane over there just to test it out. Some of the Mm -hmm. commodore, see how they like it. All right, guys, everybody in Europe, find Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah. Thank and you. go listen to her comedy. Go watch V for Vendetta. Listen to the Sludge Podcast. Listen go, to the Bechtel Cast. Go read the comic book. Listen to all that stuff. Uh, follow Caitlin on on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're at Caitlin, at Caitlin Durante. Caitlin Durante. Simple yeah, dimple. Yeah. Swooped in there. Simple Got dimple. it before anybody else. Watch could. Twelve Monkeys. Watch the show Twelve Monkeys. Oh, I have not seen the show. Oh, I haven't either. Never Apparently, mind. it's good. Yeah, I heard it's good. I heard good things. Watch Back to the Future. Watch Avengers Endgame. Watch Back to the Future Part Two. Watch Back uh, to the Future Avengers Part Three. Infinity War. Back to the Future. Part Read three. the script for Back to the Future. Yeah. Watch Age of Ultron. Watch Age Watch of Ultron. Age of Ultron. I like Age of Ultron. Yeah. In retrospect, pretty important movie. Pretty important. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Lords of Dogtown. Oh, I forgot. It it's is on Showtime. S- yeah. And Fubu. Yeah. And <laughs> that's not a thing. Uh, Tubu. Do you use that app Fubu? I told you about? Which one? Just the Watch. Just Watch. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. Held strong, right and we there. use it every week now. Nice. Right so it thanks. is. It's how we tell our guests every week. It is where to streaming find it. on Showtime to Caitlin Durante. Subscribers for Showtime and also Doctor Fubo. Caitlin Durante. Fubo <laughs> TV. Doctor. Twice Doctor. Double Doctor. Fubo <laughs> TV. Really? Double Doc? <laughs> Double Doc. Doctor Doctor Caitlin this Durante. Just the one master's degree. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Caitlin Durante. <laughs> Doctor Doctor. This thank is Doctor Doctor so Dr. Durante for being on the <laughs> show again today. Yes, thank you. Uh, and Dr. Doctor, we'll have to have you back. Thank you for ha- Yeah, I'm coming <laughs> back for Titanic. Movie. So but that's right. Thank Dr. you so Dr. much. Dr. Doctor, Dr. Doctor, Dr. Doctor. We'll watch Titanic in 3D. Uh, if that's cool with you, Dr. Doctor. Fine, fine with me. All right. Dr. Dr. Durante. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Go watch Lords of Dogtown. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.